Hello and welcome to the Dublin Arsenal podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jonathan Giles. On this week's show, um, we'll be going to through our two signings from last week, Yori uh, and Timber and Declan Rice. Uh, really made my birthday weekend, so thanks very much, Edu and Michael Arteta. Um, also going through the uh, friendly from last week, our one all draw away um, to uh, FC Nuremberg. And um, at the end of the show, a uh, brief mention to um, our new away jersey uh, that was released today as well, and anything other Arsenal things mentioned. I'm joined this week by my guests uh, through last season and hopefully throughout this coming forthcoming season. Um, Matt Bourne, first up, how are you, Matt? All right, Jonathan, how are you? You having a good summer, pal, yeah? Fantastic, very good so far. So great far. to have you on. It's great to have you good back, day. Matt. Thanks, See you well. Um, and also joined by Craig Smith, um, one of the young guns. Meltdown number two, we nicknamed him last <laughs> season. Hopefully not this season, he'll be doing an in-gun <laughs> How are you, Craig? Good, Johnny. Doing good, Johnny. Having a good summer. Uh, missing the Arsenal games. Don't know what to be doing with myself. Yeah, same here, pal. But um, not long, long left now. Three weeks to go till you're at the Community Shield, pal, against Man City. Um, I have to say, the best two looking lads on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm blessed with talent. <laughs> um, I hope all the listeners and viewers. I'm fair to say that I'm the best looking of them all, but anyway. <laughs> I think uh, Ozzy and Eamon might give out about uh, saying that, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. I'll, have, I'll have them on soon enough. <laughs> uh, Eamon, are you listening? Barley, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, I'd just like to give a shout out as well before I go in. Um, I'm hoping to have Ian Selly. Uh, the ex Arsenal player that played for us in the um, I think Matt, am I right saying the early nineties? Uh, yes, you would be right saying the early nineties. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he, his pro his Twitter pick actually his main Twitter pick is him, Ian Rush challenging the ball off him. So that that's going really far back. That's, mm. that's around ninety three, ninety four. I say out uh, of push, but uh, if if Ian is listening to this when it goes out, Ian. It'd be great to have you on the show, and uh, thanks for finding us as well. Uh, another good Arsenal pro. Uh, Johnny, Johnny. Just uh, on that note of Ian Selly, that might come on there as well. I, I've been in touch with uh, Elliot Smith from the Yankee Gunner podcast. I'm not sure if you've heard of it before. Um, no. I was in touch with him a few weeks ago. He said he, he would come on, but because he's living in America, we might have to do it at that time that might suit him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd like to have uh, Craig, uh, Brian, and um, Elliot together. You know, being be yeah. uh, Brian is part of our New York um, Arsenal supporters club. Craig actually met him back in March, was it, Craig? When yeah, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be great to have the two of you on if you are listening, lads. Um, an American side of things, but the friendies coming up, it'd be great actually to have mm. you on the show uh, to wrap up the. Uh, friendlies, whatever we have there would be great. Um, you can catch our shows always on YouTube, Spotify, 
uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. As always, check out our sister show, Beyond the Last Man with Martin. Um, he hopes to have that back up and running as the season goes on. Um, check out our sponsor, Span and Sports Direct. And also, for this forthcoming season, a good friend of mine, uh, Conan and his partner, Lynn, um, Luke and Housekeeping Services, um, they specialise in carbon and upholstery, so they're, for, they're, they're fairly new on the go and look, any, anything that helps. If you are interested, just mention Dublin Arsenal uh, when you're contacting them and they'll give you um, all the input there you need uh, from them. Uh, check out did they did actually, yeah, and they've done such a good job. You signed on the Saturday. <laughs> 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 Thanks very much, lads. <laughs> That was one on the house, I was told. They left a pot of mother rice on the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check out our friends at JoeSarsa.com. Uh, Pat McLaughlin, thanks for putting us on your page. Um, it's getting us really good views. So thanks again. And uh, check out um, Pat and the lads. It's great content on that page as well. And uh, also go to the River Bar in Dublin City Centre for all the games this coming season, including, thank God, after seven years out, the Champions League nights on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, last week's stats, lads. Um, last Monday's stats was uh 1,932 like or views, sorry, uh, seven likes and uh, 3,030 uh subscribers. So we're going really strong. And uh, thanks to all the viewers and listeners. Um, any comments that you'd like, um, good or bad about the show and why you'd like to see added, please leave in the uh comment box on the Dublin Nurse YouTube channel, be much appreciated. And also, a shout out as always to Martin who edits the show. Um, without him, uh, there would be nothing on the Instagram or YouTube channel. So, thanks again to Martin. Um, I'm sorry with the new signing. So, that's uh, last Friday, of course, we brought in first of all Yuri and Timber, uh, for 38 and a half million to fee with Rice, a 22 year old. Can play as a right back or central defender. Made his first team debut in March 2020 for Ajax. Uh, won two Irish Divisi titles and won KNVB Cup, which is the equivalent to the FA Cup, uh, in in England there. And he won the Marco van Basten Award in 2022. So that's not not too shabby in a short career. 85 appearances for Ajax, scored in six goals, uh, 2019 to 23. Um, as I said to Martin last week, <coughs> I saw him a fair bit in the Champions League, particularly in the two games against Liverpool home and away and he's very athletic and really for Martin to say that he could be a Van Dyke is some you know it's some compliment to pay a young lad and I can see I saw a bit more of him there today over YouTube and on he does he does look the real deal and um, I to yourself first Matt what do you make of the sign in the Orient Timber a welcome addition yeah um, yeah absolutely very very good addition uh, I'll be I'll be first to admit I didn't know a lot about him before he signed but like yourself and like most Arsenal fans uh, YouTube is a great thing, <laughs> and um, I think be- before he or just when there was talk about him, I t- the most the most I heard anybody saying about him was um, he played great against Liverpool last season, you know, and that's that's what most people were saying. But um, I have looked at a bit of uh, a bit of footage of him. He does look very very good. Um, you know, it's it's great to have backup for Ben White. I think probably uh, Tommy Asu, unfortunately may not get a look in this season, you know. Um it'd be very, very hard for him to break into it with uh with Timber in now um for backup for White. Obviously we need some good backup in the centre of defence as well. Hopefully we can keep everybody fit. But uh very, very good addition. And uh let's just see how how he how he uh fares out. 
Yeah, it's it's quite nice as well. Before I come on to yourself, Craig, sorry. Um, it's nice to have a backup. Uh, you can play as a central defender. And what happened to Saliba at the end of last season, it's great the way he can convert into a centre-back, isn't it, Matt? In case mm, yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. Well, QR uh, did a very good job when he came in last year, in fairness to him, you know? Um, but there's gonna, it's good. Like, you're going to need that competition uh, in the side. You're going to need to be putting out a really, really good 11, week in, week out. And I think with the additional signings, like him, like Rice, obviously, uh, uh, Havertz as well, I think is an excellent signing. You know, Havertz, before he joined Chelsea, was absolutely phenomenal. And uh, whatever happened to him there at Chelsea, uh, the way they set up, the way they had so many individuals playing, uh, he never got a chance to shine. I think he could do very well in, that, in, in our side. And, um, you know, it, it's just great to see good competition. We're going to have a very, very good bench this season. Very good bench, you know, that anything could happen. And uh, if we're just right up there with City, without a doubt... The way fighting last year, all going well, and uh, you know other teams are going to get stronger too. But we're we've set down this, we've set a stall now with with our signings. You know, I said to you before the, the cast uh, started there, Jonathan. Uh, you know the fact that City could bid on. I know we we'll talk about Rice now, but uh, the fact that City could bid on them and we could outbid them without even thinking about it. It's great to see. It's great to see. You know, and. Um, it's a, yeah, really looking forward to the season now. Can't wait for it to start. Can't wait for it to start. Yeah, it's a, the last two or three transfer windows have been really exciting for the Arsenal, and they've added nothing but quality and and have looked at a young age category as well. Yeah. We're going ahead to the future. Yes, yeah, very clever business by Edu and uh, Etta. Uh, Craig, what do you make of the signing of um, Urian Timber? Are you excited by the prospect of him? Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. Um, he's a player I've always rated. You know, we've seen him a couple of times in, in Champions League, Royax, and he's always done well. Um, you know, I, I think you need a big squad, especially with Champions League this year. So I think him finding out with um, Ben White for right, the right back position is going to be very interesting. You know, Ben White was absolutely amazing last year and probably one of Arsenal's best players, most consistent players um, over the years, yeah, over, over, over last year. But, um, you know, Timber's not going to just sit there on the bench and just, you know, keep, keep the bench warm. You know, he's going to want to be playing. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see who he starts the season with and how he gets on over the preseason. Um, you know, like Timber started, I think, four of the World Cup games for Holland, you know, last in the, in the World Cup last year. You know, so he's an experienced pro. Like, you know, he's, 20, I think, 23 years of age. And I could be wrong there. Well, but, 20, um, yeah, he's just turned 22, sir. Yeah, he's, he's young, but he's been around a while, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So you know, um, and he's came from the Ajax Academy, so, you know, yeah. Ajax Academy normally produce good players, and the last kind of few players that came, that came from Ajax to Arsenal, you know, uh, Dennis Bergkamp and... Uh, Bergkamp, and Paul, you know, Yeah. You know, he, they, they did very well, so if he does... Uh, Half as well as Dennis Bergkamp, he'll, he'll, he'll have a very good career at Arsenal. But um, no, Matt, Matt's touching it there, you know, you need a big squad. This is thing. This thing I kind of worry about most this year is, you know, the transition from the Premier League to the Champions League, you know, from August to December. There's a lot of games, Yeah. you know, quick and fast. And it's just where the squad can cope. I think we, we do have a very good squad now. And we have a, you know, a very... A very decent 14 15 players, you know. Arguably, I think maybe we could add one or two more to maybe max that squad out, 
but there's a lot of players that will get rid of. Like even the squad going to America there, I think it was 29 players and Smith Rowe and parties to join, which is going to be 31 players. So it's far too big. You know, there's a lot of players that need to go on loan and um, a few players that we need to sell, but probably don't want to leave the club because they're on big wages. Like of Pepe and Cedric, you know, they're on the boats of 90 grand to 140 grand. So why would they want to leave Arsenal, you know? So I don't know if that might be a thing where they might not go till the, till the end of the window, which is frustrating. But look, they're, I suppose they're, they're being paid by, paid by Arsenal and their title to stay there as, as long as they wish. But I think they'll be forced out to both of them. Um, between them, 90 grand and 140 grand. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot of money for wages where Arsenal will be spending that uh, on other players. But um, no, I've been absolutely delighted with the three signings so far. I think Timber's a very good defender. I'm, I... I actually think he could play in midfield because City last year they went to three to back and two in midfield and they brought John Stone, John Stones in and I wouldn't be surprised if I had to do something like that with, uh, with Timber. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you wonder has he got a different tactic, tactical side of things now? Um, because he's got a he's got a good few players in his arsenal now, hasn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. To choose from, you know, and I think a great a good test will be. The game you're heading to Craig, the Community Shield, that'd be a perfect opportunity, you know, to test new, new formations mm-hmm. maybe and go head to head really with uh, Guardiola because I think the additions this season has made us even more on par with Man City, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, we're, 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 it looks like uh, Marez is leaving. Yeah. Oh, uh, so there's they three or four players to replace there. Now, whether they will or not, they might promote to you, some of the young lads uh, they have at the moment to, to play more game time. But, you know, it looks like we're getting stronger and City are weaker at the moment. Now, we're at the end of the window, it's still like that. Who knows? But uh, it's looking good so far, the summer window, in terms of what we've added and what City have lost. Yeah, it's, they, they seem to lose a fair few players every summer, but they managed to <laughs> bring in two or three class players to, to replace them, yeah. I think City might have something up their sleeve, you never know. But um, yeah, they've lost Gunnigan, especially the way Gunnigan finished the end of last season. He, he had an incredible last four or five games, literally got over the line. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, he's been. He was being mentioned with us there at the end of last season, but I knew oh, they were never going to let him join us after how well Zinchenko and um, Azus played for us. Um, which I'm still shocked that we got off them. Really, yeah. Um, our our next edition, which happened on July the fifteenth, was a great um, thirty nine birthday present. I have to say, Declan Rice at last over the line. Uh, 24 years of age. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you decide that, Craig. <laughs> He's already got his P45 like Ozzy. <laughs> really go all out, guns blazing, don't you? <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I don't look a day over. It's 19. Um, I can't believe uh, Declan Rice, 105 million pound off West Ham. He's still only 24. He seems to be around forever, though, you know. Um, Plays, of course, as a central midfielder, a really good one at that. Uh, becomes our record signing uh, for 105, beating the previous record fee of um, 72 million for Pepe, which I still can't believe how bad he turned out, you know, uh, for such a big fee. 
Um, hopefully we'll get at least half that back. Uh, Captain West Ham to the Europa League final uh, with the two win over Fiorentina on June the 7th. Made 204 appearances for the Hammers, scored in 10 goals between 2017 and 2023. And that brought her summer's branding to £208 million, which is quite incredible. Uh, who'd ever thought of that a few seasons back, even under before Emery came in. Um, to you first, Craig, um, quality sign in Declan Rice. Um, how do you think he fit in at the Arsenal? Yeah, delighted yeah. with the signing. Um, when I first read the kind of the links that came up in January, I didn't really believe it because I kind of had a feeling he was always going to go back to Chelsea because that's where he grew, that's where he uh, grew up, you know, um, yeah. as a young kid. And he got released when he was 14. So I kind of just always had to get, thought he had that connection. He wanted to go back there to sort of prove himself. Um, I think he's best friends with Mason Mount. So I always just thought them links would draw him back there. And the fact that Chelsea, well, maybe not so far this summer, but last summer and January they spent they spent uh, money willy nilly like it was nothing. Um, so yeah, look, I was delighted to get him with uh, the city interest. I think they were interested, but I think to be fair to City, they normally have a set price that they won't go above, and they obviously weren't willing to, willing to go above the eighty five million or so that they offered. Um, I think he always wants to come to Arsenal, Royce. It's yeah. London. He doesn't need to move far from his family. Um, I think he's a young child as well. So I think ideally he wants to stay in London uh, to continue his career. And look, I suppose Arsenal are just lucky in the sense that the last kind of two years we've gone up. And the likes of, you know, I wouldn't even consider Spurs a, a big club, but they've gone down and uh, Chelsea have gone down. So I just think it was the right moment at the right time for Rice to come to, come to Arsenal. And it looks like we're probably... City's uh, closest challengers again next year. Whether I'm going to say that, anyways, some people might debate that, especially <laughs> rival fans, because I spoke, I spoke to rival fans over the kind of the summer, and I think a couple of them think that Arsenal aren't even going to finish top four because they think last year was a fluke year. So uh, it'll, it'll be delighted when Arsenal prove them wrong. But um, yeah, I think Rice is, is the statement signing that Arsenal needed, and it's. I think it's, it's going to make people kind of worry about us now because, you know, we've never really went and bought that proven proven player before. Maybe the likes of Ozil and Bearcamp over the last 25, 30 years. But other than yeah. that, I can't really remember anybody that's been that high calibre. Possibly, sorry, maybe Sol Campbell as well. But uh, I, just think, I just think signing Rice has kind of propelled us to higher levels. And I think we're maybe one or two players short now of an amazing squad. Yeah, listening to his interview as well, Sky Sports News on Saturday, it was all over for the guts of two or three hours from one o'clock onwards. And his interview, he spoke really well, you know, and you could see, you could hear it actually the excitement and the enthusiasm that he was at last an Arsenal player, you know. It's like a dream come true for him, you know. It was, it was one of those interviews where it wasn't for the money, it was what he just wanted to be at the, at the, at the, at the Arsenal, which is, you know, I haven't seen that from a player that joined us for a long time, you know, actually mm. wanted to be there. And he's got mates as well, but um, Eddie and Ketia as well, you know, from his time as when they played for Chelsea, thinking in the underage there. So uh, he's coming with a glowing reputation. Um, I, I can see him. Can you see him actually, Craig, before I come to you, Matt, can you see him as a, a future ca- Arsenal captain? I definitely can see him as a future Arsenal captain. 
when that might when that will happen, I don't know because you know Odegaard's a great player himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> he leads by, he leads by example. Um, so I think I think the only way that kind of happens is if, is if Royce becomes the main leader there, you know, and kind of has to be given the captaincy armband, or maybe Odegaard gives an open pass onto him, but uh, or Odegaard maybe moves on from Arsenal. But look, I don't, I don't want that to happen anytime soon because it's all. <laughs> I thought Odegaard was unbelievable last year, and uh, he's a player that I definitely wanted Arsenal for a few years. But yeah, I, I think he's—I think Royce is a future Arsenal and England captain. Although, although he's Irish, <laughs> I knew you were going to mention that. <laughs> his head, his head is easily torn when the pot of money rises. But that's for sure. <laughs> um, what do you make it a sign in Matt? That that's a real, as you said just a few moments ago, a real signing of intent from the Arsenal board, isn't it? The Cronkies yeah. have given the money to make things happen now, and it's in Arteta's court now firmly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, I hadn't heard much about Royce before. No, I had, I had, I had. Um, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> listen, it, it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic signing. Um, I think he is. Um, what he's going to be uh, when Craig was talking about future Arsenal captain I don't know we always talk about that when a player signs we said that about Tierney for a long time and uh, we see what's after happening to him you know in the last in the last year uh, not his own fault he's a quality quality player but um, uh, you just you just never know with these players you know Odegaard is a brilliant captain I think he's done a fantastic job I don't see anybody ousting him in any time soon um, but yeah, look, brilliant, brilliant signing to have. Uh, worth 105 million? I don't think so. But like you say about Pepe earlier on, you know, sign for 72 million and, you know, look at the player he turned out to be. I think there's probably a player in there in Pepe somewhere. They don't they don't make their own fees. That's down to the clubs yeah. and the hype, you know. And uh, an English player or slash Irish player, uh, there's always a premium for them, you know. Uh, any English player, you could throw 40, 50 million on his price tag. It's as simple as that, you know. Um, but look, he's a really, really good player. I hope he stands up to the hype um, because we do. We needed a statement, you know. We we spent all last season fighting all the way with City. Uh, we nearly we nearly took them there. We just fell that little bit short. I think a player like Rice could put you over the edge. Could get you. Could get you there. Could absolutely get you there. And um, we've, I, I think, just judging by what Arteta is saying as well, there's possibly another couple of signings uh, in the pipeline. He did an interview the other day. It'd be nice to maybe see somebody else come in as well. But don't forget, Craig said earlier on, where you are going to lose some players. There's a lot of talk about party leaving. You know, that's a big, that's a big hole to fill in the midfield there. You know, he he, he kind of went off the boil a little bit. Towards the end of the season himself, uh, we've obviously lost Xhaka as well. Um, so, so, you know, to bring one player into the middle there, um, you know, like Rice, um, there's still room for one more, I think. And uh, to get one more player in there alongside him could be absolutely fantastic. I mean, you know, we've got to, we're going to have a fantastic squad this season as it is. Um, and... Uh, I think possibly there could be something something stirring in the background there for one more one more central midfielder if they're going to lose party if they lose party they're going to have to really uh, get somebody else in there as well and but we have to you know we have to see how that transpires we could lose there could be four or five outgoings 
uh, easily. I mean, a couple of them you're not really going to miss. Uh, you'd miss, uh, obviously, you're not going to miss someone like Cedric or, you know, probably you're not going to miss Pepe. Uh, I'll miss Rob Holding, nobody else will. Um, you're but, just jealous of that hairline, man. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm just jealous. You know. Um, uh, but, but no, listen. Very, very exciting. Very, very exciting season ahead. Really looking forward to it. And to have, I think Havertz is going to turn out to be a really, really good signing. I really do. I didn't get to talk about it. You were talking about him last week, actually. Yes, uh, just something to bring that into uh, that, Matt. Certainly for coming across. Yeah. Do you think Kai Havertz? Do you think? Can you see him being the? player that he should have been for Chelsea really you know there yeah, is yeah. the he does have the ability and the quality isn't he absolutely yeah 100% yeah I really really do I think as the season goes on I think we could be raving more about Havertz yeah. than a lot of players you know yeah. um, I hope I hope so um, I think there at the end of last season actually Eamon said something very interesting in the podcast he said uh, you know a lot of the players who got us to where we are are going to are going to suffer because of signings that are coming in because of rebuilding, you know. Like I said, about Rice with Timber, or sorry, or um, uh, Ben White with Timber, you know. I mean, how do you how do you drop Ben White the way he's played last season? How do you how do you take yeah. him out of the squad and just throw Timber in there? You know, <laughs> ben, ben White has worked his arse off last season to get us to where we are. The same with Gabriel in the middle, and uh, you know how how do these players how do you replace them with a new signing when they've been so good? You know, but you do need that backup. We're going to have a lot more games this season, hopefully with the Champions League and everything else, and hopefully we can go far, get out the groups, and keep going in, in on in the competition. And you're going to need that depth. But um, listen, uh, very exciting season ahead. Great to have Royce at the club. Really, really good to have him at the club. I've always said Arsenal, a successful Arsenal, always has a backbone of English players in yeah. the squad. And we have we have some really, really good English players in the squad there. Uh, and hopefully we can keep pushing forward. Yeah, we've got a good crew. We've got a good core of English international players as well. Yeah. 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 Um, Saka, Ramsdale, and Rice now does the name name freedom. Yeah. And why? Well, uh, Boyd as well. Who doesn't get a get a look in for some reason? Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, and he kind of goes. Yeah, and I think in fairness, you, you know, it shows as you said yourself there a few moments ago, Matt. It shows the quality that we've added and what we have as well. Like. Mm-hmm. When you've got a player not being mentioned of the quality, but why it shows how well we've done in the transfer window, you know, yeah, bringing in, yeah. honestly, bringing in quality now. You mm-hmm. know, there's very few signings where you'd say, oh, should, should I have been, should you have signed him? Or, you know, there's very few where you put question marks over them. And, and they're, not, they're, not, they're not panic boys either, you know. No. Usually, you know, Arsenal are, are, you know, always, would always go to the last day of the transfer window, yeah. bring in somebody and make a panic boy or, you know, bringing a bringing a shamak or somebody right at the end, just to, or a, a Perez or something, just to appease people. We've done it early. They're all on the tour. You know, they're all going to integrate well together, and uh, it really uh, makes it very very exciting. Yeah, when you look at the three signings, that Havertz is twenty four, Rice is twenty four, and Timber twenty two. Mm. You know, and we've got rid of uh, Saka, who was probably the oldest of most of them last season. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Him and Partey kept the early. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's an exciting squad for the years to come, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's great as Arsenal fans, we waited so long to be, you know, to have a team on par of the Invincibles, you know. And they were some team, but 
Yeah, the, yeah. These would be far behind them all going well, you know. The, um, yeah, yeah, just off what you said there a couple of moments ago, just uh, Matt was saying things so when we get one more. The, my, my argument there, Matt, would be probably I think even if party stays, I think we need one more centre mid in because personally, with Champions League and Premier League, I don't think Elneny, Jorginho, and Rice is enough. I think no. you need one more there, yeah. regardless. Yeah. And if party goes, I'd argue you need two centre mids now. From what I've read, I think obviously there's stuff going on with party's personal stuff, you know, that which might be influencing the sale there as well. Um, but I don't think party can go unless we get a big offer. But if party does go, I think we need two centre mids in. I think party stays, we even need somebody younger, maybe. And I just talk of Lavia, but 45 million for a 19 year old is a lot of money. And whether that price might come down, who knows? Um, I think the other position in the squad where I think we need backup is right wing. I think we need a winger. I've seen today there's links with Mohamed Kudos from Ajax, who has seen a very good player. Uh, great backup for Saka. I know we it's not uh, recently that's signed a new deal there, and he can possibly be a bit of backup there. But I just don't. I just don't. I just don't know if I trust Nelson for more than two or three games. If Saka was injured for a few games. Mm. Um, you know, Zaka is injured. Oh, sorry, Nelson is injured himself. Yeah. Apparently, that's another two or three weeks. So I don't think he, he can be trusted. And the worry about Arsenal over the last two or two seasons or so was the overall squad and depth let us down. So yeah. I just think I just think if we cover them two positions. You know, me I couldn't turn around and say, well, well, they left the position light there. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree, or what way do you see it yourself? Yeah, I, no, absolutely, no, absolutely. I think, I think we definitely need backup. We definitely need backup for Saka, but um, you know, Saka is is not a very injury prone player either. You know, a player's going to come in and go, ah, hang on a minute. Saka played fifty games last year. When am I going to get a chance? You know, yeah. Uh, uh, so it's going to be very hard to sign a big name signing to backup Saka. I just wouldn't. I just don't see it. I think. I think so, to have you know to have a, a fit Smith uh, a fit Smith row. I know he plays on the opposite side. A, a fit um, uh, Nelson and you know, Saka is really you know he could get a very bad injury. You just don't know. But uh, I don't think we're going to get a big name to come in to compete with him. I just don't see it. I don't see any player coming in going. Oh, I'm going to take Saka out of the team. Nobody's taking Saka out of the team. Yeah, you know. And that's that. That could, you know, now for the they might come for the wages, they might come for the Champions League and the prestige of playing for Arsenal, whatever else. But nobody's going to out sack. No, Nobody, you know, and uh, you know, I don't. Do you do you feel the same? Do you think it's going to be fairly hard to to get him out of the? You know, you're not going to get him out of the squad. You're not going to get sack. No, no, I, I completely agree. It's just, it's just. If you, I know you're saying he's not injury prone, which starts in his look, you know, for something. That I know, then, of but, course, yeah. Um, I just, I just personally, I hope he proves me wrong. I, I do rate him as a player, Nelson, but I just don't know if he's good enough to sustain, you know, a very good level for seven or eight games. Say, um, I suppose the argument you could say there's a couple of attacker that can play, you know, right wing, left wing, something like that, where another utility player because the players they seem to be signing so far this summer seem to be playing in different positions. Mm. So you know that one signing. If you could play maybe midfield and you know winger, you know would be good. And I think that the lad, the lateral link to Kudos from Ajax mm. seems to be 
a centre mid yeah. slash winger. So, so maybe that's where the links are coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Listen, uh, you know, the, the 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 stronger the squad, the better chance we have. So it would be great to get these players in. Absolutely, be great to get them in. But um, I like you know. I'm not a footballer. If I was a footballer and I was told you're going to be competing with Bukayo yeah. Saka for for the right wing position, I'd be going, not a chance. Yeah, He's not going to, you know. So um, I think Nelson's a good backup. Look, Nelson's going to play maybe, he'll, he'll play the Carling Cup games, he'll play, he'll come on a sub occasionally, he'll, you know, he'll play a few uh, FA Cup games. Uh, but apart from that, he might come on as a sub in Champions League games if he's lucky. Yeah. He's not going to be a starter. He'd be a starter in some of the smaller games, maybe, but you know, uh, I think uh, Nelson, uh, the potential Nelson has is incredible. But has he gone too far now and not shown the potential quick enough? You know, he's been with us a long, long time. Uh, has 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 it gone past the point where you go, ah, look, we've given him a chance, you know, and he hasn't done it, you know. He reminds me a bit of, uh, well, you know, a little bit of uh, Walcott, you know, Walcott played for for years and yeah. uh, he always he was always on the brink of being fantastic, you know, and before you knew it, he's gone to play for Everton and Southampton and, you know, he's, yeah. like, that's that's where, he, uh, unless unless Nelson, you know, does something incredible over the next couple of years, uh, that's where he's, that's where he's headed. And, yeah, and as much as I'd love to see him, I'd love to see him succeed at Arsenal. I think to to have Hayland players come through, uh, Arsenal in their blood, played for the club since they were seven years old. I love I love seeing that, I really do. And going back to when you know when I was when I was younger and seeing players like Rowcastle and Thomas and you know all these young players coming through uh, from the same the same thing, it was just you know phenomenal, you know. Yeah. So, but look. Let's see. Let's see what transfers. But uh, yeah, look, more the more signings, the better. The more signings, the better. The more quality, the better. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's one that's that's being thrown around. That's don't know whether you'd like him as a midfield central midfielder there as well as Craig says for a bit of backup. Um, a Mexican uh, player, a place for Ajax, Edson Alvarez. Um, no, West Ham are, are interested in him. He's know much about him. That's. Nothing. He was he was quite good in the World Cup and Champions League. You know, he's one of those combative midfielders, bit hot headed at times. Kind of reminds you of Zaka when in his younger days, Lars. But yeah, yeah. A couple of good yeah. option to have. You know, in the tough games, you know, just someone that can, you know, stifle, you know, the rhythm of the opposition. But um, yeah, yeah I'm sure Romeo Lavia. I quite liked him, Craig. Um, that three I'll draw at home. Mm. Um, of course, the end of last season, he really stood out, and I think that's probably got Edu and Arteta's eye maybe on him. You yeah. know, yeah, um, no, he he's, he's from there. the City Academy as well, isn't he, Craig? He, he's on loan from City, isn't he? No, no, he's signed for City. City had a buyback option. Um, oh, has he? Right. I think I don't know if, it's, if it comes into effect this year or next year, but they can buy him back for forty odd million. Oh, okay. Um, so I think that's why Southampton are sticking to a forty-five million price. Um, but yeah, look, he, he looks like a great prospect, Johnny. Um, he really yeah. does, and the way actually happened last year, it's just I think kind of the worry with him is just you just hope he's not under Sam Lukonga, you know. But yeah. he's unproven, you mean? Yeah, mm. um, briefly, lads, uh, we've talked about the incomings there of Havertz, uh, Rice, and Timber, three quality additions. Uh, briefly, I met. Uh, 
asked uh, Martin and Ozzy their thoughts on the two outgoings so far that we've had. Uh, Pablo Marie to Monza, who was, I have to say, he just really didn't, his career didn't take off for Arsenal, unfortunately. Granite Jacket, most notably, is the big outgoing. Um, Matt, you're taking Jacket. Um, yeah, um, we'll miss him. He yeah. was phenomenal the last couple of years. Uh, he, he turned into a, a cult hero around the club. You know, the fa- the fans. I just, I just hit, I just hit a paper shredder. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you think of Pablo. Uh, <laughs> there's a shredder under the table, and I, I just kicked it there, and it nearly cut my foot off from me. Uh, That's uh, that was that was Shaka's contract, and it was just shredding there. Um, so yeah, look, we really miss Shaka. I thought he was phenomenal. He was really, really phenomenal last year. We all agreed in the last year in the podcast we were talking about him. Um, he he got all sorts of props. He got you know he was up there as player of the season last year. Uh, but he's he is getting older, and, and Arteta's trying to build a young squad there. You know, he's uh, he's he's really trying to build a young squad. Uh, I think I suppose the oldest players in the squad now will be Party and Jorginho, presumably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, they're 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 miles ahead, but but they've got the experience too. So that's what we had last year with Jacket. We had a <clears throat> we had somebody with experience there. We had somebody that the young players look up to, and he teach them. You know, he teach them stuff. Uh, his discipline was fantastic last year. You know, you'd bet your life uh, the season before, two seasons ago, you'd bet your life you'd get a yellow card every every other game. And he'd be banned for two games after after five bookings and so on. But <laughs> he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. We really miss him. And uh, Eamon again uh, said last year that he'll come back. He'll come back someday to the Emirates as a hero, you know, as a legend. And he... he the way he turned his career around at Arsenal, <clears throat> and I know Arteta has a lot to do with that, uh, but it was nothing short of phenomenal. You know, to walk off the pitch, getting booed off by some idiot Arsenal fans, uh, and to come back the way he did, sign a new contract and playing the way he did, he was brilliant. And we really miss him, really, really miss him. So, Yeah, and I think Leverkusen is getting a, a really good uh, granite jacket as well. Yeah, to see how the remainder of his career, Sabi Alonso, I think, is the coach there at Leverkusen. We mm. might, you never know, we might meet them in the uh, Champions League group stages. Funnier things have happened. A lot, a lot of players reach their peak, you know, or you know, have their best years from you know 25 to 27, 28, kind of thing. You know, yeah. Jack hit, hit his peak at 29, you know, and yeah. uh, when he when he started playing incredible for us. So, and Leverkusen are getting the player at the prime of his career, basically, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I might, might as well ask you, Matt. Um, what was your favourite goal at Granite Jackets for the Arsenal? My favourite goal. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Um, put me on the spot there. Um, <laughs> they've, they've um, you know, I really, I really enjoyed his uh, his two goals in the last game of the season. Um, yeah. Simply be for the nostalgia of it, you know that he's, you know, it was a real, it was a real good boy uh, performance. And uh, some really good ones. I mean, he scored some phenomenal goals. Uh, uh, it, what was it? The one he scored against Tottenham last season. Yeah. Did he scored against Tottenham last season. Uh, got a did, got a yeah. toe, got a toe out just to to knock it past uh, Larice, uh, which I was there. So really enjoyed that. Um, 
I think he scored most, the majority of his Arsenal got, or at least I think it was half of his Arsenal tally or something he got last season alone, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. no, he's, he was always good with a long-range shot as well. Uh, he scored a couple of crackers from long-range too. Uh, I couldn't pick one out per se. Yeah. Uh, but if you give me a few minutes, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to you and that's so mad. Yeah. By far, my favourite one was the season last um, to go against Man, against Man United at home when we won, was it 3-1, was it? 3-1. It was a crack. Last season? 3 Yeah, season before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. when Ronaldo was there, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a cracking finish and obviously to go to Hull City at the beginning of his career as well, away to Hull was an absolute yeah. spring. Yeah. Um, Craig, what was your um, take on Granite Jacket's career at the Arsenal? Seven years he spent with us. <clears throat> yeah, look, um, in the end, he had a very good career. Um, you know, the first kind of three or four years, I wasn't as big fan. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, do you know what? Granite Jacket is a, is, was always a very good player um, and a leader. But I think the first kind of four or five years of his career, he was played out of position. He wasn't a holding midfielder. Yeah. And he was played as that. And that's why he made so many mistakes because he was being played out of position. And there's a reason why the last year or two he's went on and done very well. Because Jack, because Arteta obviously realised that, hang on, Sella isn't a defensive midfielder. He shouldn't be playing where, he, where he's been played and he shouldn't be tackling as much as he is. Because ultimately that's the reason why he was getting sent off all the time. <laughs> because he, he was a defensive midfielder. Do you know, um, I think even at Leverkusen, I think he was more of a box-to-box midfielder. But I think it was Wenger who kind of started initially to play him as a defensive midfielder. And then did, yeah. when Emery came in. Um, but it's only the last kind of two years that we've seen the best of Jacob. You know, the, with the goals and that he's seen, he, he scored in the last year or two. Was, it was brilliant. But um, you know, look, to, to, to turn his career around, as Matt mentioned, being built off the pitch, um, telling the fans to fuck off and then... You know, <laughs> In the last year or two, <laughs> you know, you, you couldn't have wrote, you couldn't have wrote that story. So, um, <laughs> you know, as Amy mentioned as well, I think he'd be always welcome back at Arsenal. And uh, you know what? In five, ten years' time, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Granit Xhaka was involved with Arsenal in some way. Whether that be coaching, assistant yeah. manager, or manager like uh, like Arteta, you know, because I think he is that sort He's of leader. Got that leadership was in him, Craig, hasn't he? He, he, he has. He's got, he's got yeah. big leadership qualities, and I think he's always said he's. He wants to go into coaching after he hangs his boots up. Now it might not be for another four or five years, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think I think he'll be a manager someday. Whether that's at Arsenal or not, who knows? But um, you know, look, he, he he had a good career in the end. You know, good seven years. Um, your favorite goal um that you can remember uh, of Granite Jacket years? Well, be a little bit different from both years. I would have said the United the United goal, but I'll go with uh, his free kick against uh, Palace at Selhurst Park. Oh, there you go. Was, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, uh, that, that, that was one of many fans might actually forget. Yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. Just, Great goal. Yeah, actually, people yeah, forget. Sure my money break break that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what. You could see, like, when he got his own chant last season, you know, from the fans, how much they loved yeah. him, knowing that he was going, sadly, as well. You could see. It's just, it's just a pity that, uh, you know, this kind of run that you had and the song that you got, it didn't happen two or three years ago because, yeah, you know. Um, a lot of credit, Craig, as Matt said, do you agree that a lot of credit has to go to Mikel Arteta for turning them around as well? Oh, yeah, definitely, because I yeah. think, 
I think when Arteta came to the club, he was gone. He was ready to leave. Yeah. And Arteta yeah. was the one that convinced him to stay and said, look, give me one more year. We'll see how you get on. And then, you know, one more year turned into, I think it was three more years with Arteta. So, <laughs> you know, he obviously convinced him and said something to him. Um, yeah. Arteta seemed to, have, seems to have that way that when he actually talks to players, he won't actually come and play for him and stay with him, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think, to be fair to Arteta, you know, he gives players a chance, but if you don't do what he asks or you, you know, you cross him, you're gone, you know, you're deemed surface to requirements, you know, you can only ask, you can only ask that question to the likes of Pepe, you know, Aubameyang, Lacazette, you know, Cedric, Tavares, these are all players who came to Arsenal with, you know, big pedigree, but they're just not good enough now for the squad that we have, so um, I think the club and Arteta are rightly, rightly so going to get rid of the players, you know. Yeah, they're, they're weeding out the players that they're, the players are being shown up, aren't they? There's so much quality now. You can see the players that just aren't at that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. and after the quality, which is, yeah, it's, it is exciting times. So, you know, and as Matt says, the, the signings that we're making, they're being analysed, you know, you know that, 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 that they'll fit into the team, you know, and that was a, a panic buy in the last day, the transfer window type thing, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's two out as we speak. Uh, twenty eight, sorry, twenty seven million taken in between Marty and Saka. Maitland Nine's contract uh, ended as well. And he's gone. Uh, he was he was a bit of a talent as well. He kind of just sadly burnt out uh, at the end. He, he, I don't think he saw eye to eye with Arteta for not being picked regularly. But <laughs> that's why you get when you have a, an excellent squad ahead of you. Um, you know what's funny, Johnny. Yeah, go ahead. I think Matt Lyon Niles took the wrong advice in his career or whatever agent he had because the role that Zinchenko plays now for Arsenal, Matt Lyon Niles actually probably do a good job doing that stuff in the midfield because he played there as a youngster. Yeah. So I think Matt Lyon Niles only has himself and whatever advisors and agents he has to blame for the career that he has now because he's a free agent. It looks like he might be going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. No, that's 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 like a player that's just that's just the career his career's gone. You know, downwards. Um, yeah. And ultimately, yeah. Arsenal, you know, Arsenal got a 20 million offer for Malanois two years ago from Wolves. Sorry, so, you know, that's that's a mistake from Eddie on the close behalf, but it's a mistake that we can learn from. And maybe Malanois look back now and regrets and whatever decision he made, you know, not to play that, uh, the left back for Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, I remember actually, that's a good show there. Um, he did play uh, further in midfield, uh, Craig. I remember, I don't know if he's both remember, it was Jordan the. The lockdown, the second lockdown, when uh, we were playing Dundalk at home, it was in the mm. AV. He played quite well that yeah, night. Yeah. You know, he stood out actually. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just unfortunate as you said, Craig, the advice he took. Yeah, um, but look, I have to say, I I do like Maitland Lions. You know, I still think there's a top player in him. You know, and look mm. for the Saudi Arabia. They all seem to want to go there for the the moolah, but you know. I'd probably prefer to stay in Europe myself. You might make an offer for yourself, Johnny. Yeah, I'm hoping that um, there's a podcast out there in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Don't give us more. You're, you're waiting for the call from Stephen Gerrard to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been offered the money that I want. Um, I'm still asking Ryan Tuberty to get him, get me a few quid. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt, briefly. Um, what did you make uh, Maitland Nines when he was at Arsenal? He definitely had the talent, hadn't he? And as Craig said, again, yeah. again, another another Hayland kid who could have could have done really well. I think yeah. Craig was absolutely right. I think he had bad advice. Uh, 
I think is, I, as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong on this, but I think his mother was involved in uh, his negotiations and uh, she wasn't easy to deal with from what I can gather. But no, he made a lot of bad choices. You know, he, had, he did have a great opportunity to have a great career. Uh, he did, he shined, he shined uh, very briefly. I think when we uh, won the FA Cup, uh, he had a great run in the side coming up to the FA Cup final and including the FA Cup final, did really, really well. Uh, Arteta was all over and thought he was absolutely brilliant. And uh, he just never, he never jumped on the opportunities he had. Uh, and I, again, I would have loved to see him come through and another Hale End kid coming through and all that. You, you'd love to see it, but uh, they're not all going to come through. They're not all going to do well. And um, it's a shame, but look, best of luck to him. I hope he, I think, uh, like you say about Saudi Arabia, Craig, you know, it's generally players going over there like you would see in the MLS, players coming towards the end of their career, players going yeah. simply, you know, older players going simply for the money. For players as young as yeah. Megan Niles is, if he's going to go there, yeah. well, his career is gone at that stage. Yeah, you know, he's not going to he's not going to come back from there and walk into a big side over here, you know? No. Yeah. So, uh, look, I hope best of luck to him. hope his career works out and, you know, that's it. That's it. He's no longer a gooner. No. Yeah, it's sad to say, yeah. Um, you know, someone has to, sadly not everyone makes it, yeah. And he was in, he was part of a Southampton side, unfortunately, that was just not equipped with Premier League players to stay in the division. He kind of got lost in that team and sadly yeah. came in significant, really. You know, but he didn't really get many games in fairness tonight. I think he had a lot of injuries as well last season. But look, yeah. best of luck to Ainsley Maitland Nines. Look, anyone that plays for the Arsenal, good or bad, really, you know, you, you only can only wish them, you know, the best, and hopefully he grind yeah. out career wherever he goes. Um, we move on so uh, to the pre-season friendlies. Um, I only saw the highlights myself and Matt uh, saw the old four minutes highlights, and <laughs> I was like, oh, come. I know uh, Craig says he watched a whole lot of this and fair play to him. <laughs> That's an Arsenal fan till I die in, in every respect. Uh, one all. It was really a run out, really, wasn't it? Just to get the legs loosened again. Uh, Bukaya Saka scored, uh, I think it was after seven minutes, uh, cracker cutting inside, similar to the Man United goal at the Emirates, you know, the way he cut in, just hit yeah. it in. That seems to be getting a trademark of his, and he's getting quite good at it. And then the it sounded as an OG to Jorginho, but I, it was really poor from Karen Hyen, the goalkeeper. I don't know what he was thinking, you know, but. Look, yeah. it, it was an insignificant, really, the result. It was supposed to get our legs loose and for the US tour. But I'll go to you, Craig, since you um, sat through this uh, one all master. Show. <laughs> How did you see the game? <laughs> yeah, look, I don't, I don't even know where to start with this game. It's a very, <laughs> very strange game. Um, look, ultimately, I think it was just a run out, you know, to kind of get the players a bit back fit. Yeah. I think um, they had a tough hell a few, few days in Germany before this game, doing a lot of kind of fitness work. So, it looked like a lot. Of, it looked like a lot of the players were very leggy um, playing the game. Um, you know the great, great goal by Saka. Um, you know he came off the right side, kind of just went past his man, just took it in the bottom uh, right corner, which he tends to do in a lot of games. Um, I thought then, you know, point of my kick on because the first 20, 25 minutes we were on top and controlled the game. Um, Control the game pretty much, you know, the first half. Not really, not a lot of chances. A couple of chances. Um, I know Havertz had had one as well. Back post, he kind of, I don't know, I think he just mishit it. And 
he could have caught him in the body with, and scored a goal, but uh, just didn't happen for him. Um, then the second half, then, which was very messy, a lot of changes were made, a lot of young players come on. Come on. Um, just to mention the Eaton, Eaton, Maneri, and Moyle, Skelly Lewis, they both come on and doing very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, and Maneri, uh, I don't know if I pronounced his name correctly there, but uh, he come on and done very well for the last 25 minutes or so. Um, and you can see that's very important that Arsenal got him tied down to a, you know, a three or four year deal uh, to keep him at the club. It's very exciting yeah. to see what he can go on and do now. Um, I don't think he was brought on the US tour, but uh, I'd say he might stay with the academy for the next year. Hopefully, he might make a few appearances in the FA Cup and yeah, Ireland yeah. Cup. And I'd say he might get a loan next year. A loan might be good next year from. Um, you know, did Emerson row very well and he was kind of younger, so I might do him the good as well. Um. And then Miles Kelly Lewis, another centre mid. Um, very good young player. I think he's only 16, possibly 17 as well. Um, I think there's talk of him possibly getting the loan this year, but I'd say he might say with 223. Um, another fast, kind of, you know, quick, nifty centre mid, which he's going to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, we come in the last the, the goal that we can see that Carl Hine made a mistake. That's a fourth mistake Carl Hine's made. Um I think Carl Hine has been told play from the back. I'm not sure if he's too comfortable yet at the moment to do that. Um, I think he's definitely one to go on loan towards the end of the window. He's been linked with a few with a loan in the championship, and I think I think it might be the might be the world of good for him because he's yeah. you know he's the Estonian number one, so he's not a bad keeper. Yeah, I just think there's a mistake in him, but uh, he's still a very young keeper, and you know in terms of uh, an age for a keeper, he's he's, he's really young. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, was listening to a few podcasts this week that uh, as a tour choice keeper, we might get a tour to, um, a choice keeper, but he's going to be very experienced. So maybe, you know, an old English, British kind of keeper just to kind of um, give that experience and kind of, you know, to, uh, to the squad and to the, and, and to, um, to, to Ramsdale and Turner. Yeah, I know, uh, Carl Hine, the ex-Estonian keeper we had a few years back, Mark Poom, thinks very highly of him. He's Estonian yeah. himself. Uh, mm. And his son actually plays for, um, I think, is it Sligo? Is it Sligo Rovers? He plays in the Shamrock Rovers. This is uh, very, I think uh, Shamrock Rovers, yeah. Yeah, he, he, like Mark Poom, he had a great career at Derby County as a goalkeeper. But he, he, said, he rates Carlhine very highly in the yeah. Estonian international setup, and look as you said, he's probably overall probably playing so young at a big club like Arsenal. You yeah. know, it can't get to them at times. He, he made a few mistakes against I think Brighton in the uh, League Cup back yeah, in League December. Cup. Yeah. He, yeah. he cost us there um, as well. But I, I'm sure. Look, if you said uh, alone, maybe in the Championship, toughen them up and you know get yeah. get a good game time it would do him the world of good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ray finished by Saka, as you said, Craig. He's only going on from strength to strength now. Um, Matt, you, I know you saw it briefly, like myself. It was really a game just to um, loosen up, wasn't it, and get yeah. them ready? It, 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 games like the, the first game of pre season, I think we played uh, Watford and uh, behind Doris Friendly. Did, yeah. It was a draw as well, you know. Uh, all these games are just to, you know, give everybody a, give everybody a run out. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of players went back from. Their summer holidays at that stage, even you know, so uh, you never, I never, the first two or three games of preseason, you just ignore. Yeah. They're not gonna, they're not a reflection on the season. I think, uh, I think uh, this uh, tournament in the states, I think 
Uh, the MLS All Stars is tomorrow night. Try uh, tomorrow night. Thursday night. Uh, so no, again, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, yeah, isn't it? Tomorrow night, I think. Oh, it's into yeah. tomorrow night. Sorry, it's half twelve. Yeah, yeah, half one. Yeah, but like they, these Please are all well. just run outs. Uh, <laughs> you know, give everybody give everybody a go before they're either sold or go on loan or whatever else. And uh, I think it'll start to get a bit more serious when we play United in Barcelona over there. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and then then what the we got the Emirates Cup then shortly yeah. after that, and then the, the Community Shield. So. Uh, come the Community Shield, we should be well set up. We should know our first 11 or close on it. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so, so Craig saw the whole game, <laughs> described it very well. Uh, the little bits I saw were exactly, were exactly what Craig was saying. It was one of them games. Yeah. You don't you don't look into it too much, but um, no. uh, Saka, hit, uh, Saka took a shot very well, obviously. And uh, the the mistake by the goal, by uh, Hein, uh, for their for their goal, you know, that was... Uh, pretty bad as well. So uh, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing to look at there in these early games, really, no, when no. it comes. So uh, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't read into them too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good to see the young players like Eden and Weary and uh, Lewis. Oh, actually, uh, uh, yeah, just what you're yeah. talking about, Eden uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, Eden. Let's not call him Eden. Um, <laughs> Uh, exceptional. The, the, bits I, the bits I saw of him, he was absolutely exceptional. He had brilliant ball control. Uh, there's a player who could challenge Saka in a couple of years, maybe. You that's, know, that's a great compliment to pay such a young lad. At the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. His, his ball control is, is phenomenal. Uh, so hopefully he can he can keep uh, progressing the way he is. Great to see him sign a new deal with the uh, with the academy uh, as a scholar. And uh, it's great to tie him down because there's a lot of talk about him leaving as well. Uh, but it's really, really good to see him sticking around and hopefully he can, uh, he's one for the future, definitely one for the future. Yeah, you don't hear many of the current Arsenal players wanting to leave. And that's a great thing, isn't it? So yeah, absolutely. In, in summers, yeah. summer transfers yeah. gone by, we've had to lose one or two key players and to and that even week in the squad further. But we're, we're yeah. only adding now and not losing. It's great times, lads. Um, Just a minute, Johnny. Tonight at half twelve. If I think it's tonight, no, I'm not it's tonight at half twelve. There's a All Stars Challenge game where Arsenal, the Ars- eight, eight, eight or nine of the Arsenal squad take on the MLS squads in a kind of you know pen- penalties, free kicks. Oh, pretty good. Hitting it through hoops and that. So if anyone's a late uh, a late nighter, um, you know <laughs> half twelve. I think it's on telly. Uh, I think Apple Apple TV or something like that. I could be wrong now with the t- on channel, but. Uh, you you're sound like you sound it. like you're gonna be up watching this, Craig. You <laughs> <laughs> sit up watching Nuremberg, you can sit up watching this. <laughs> That's how dedicated he is. You'll stay up watching Arsenal kicking balls through hoops. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. Arsenal.com are showing all the games, uh, particularly the US tour. They're showing the whole lot of them along with the Emirates Cup. The game, the Community Shield, be on ITV, be on Terrestrial. Uh, that one, so that should be something to look forward to. Um, I think really probably, as Matt said, uh, from the Man United game onwards, we'll see the real Arsenal. You know that that should be good head to head, and then Barcelona be another tough one as well. But you know, I think we won all our games in the last in last season's uh, preseason friendlies, and that that went made us really you know go from strength to strength heading into the new season and. You could look at something similar as well. You know, we've got such a good squad there. And I'm just looking forward to Declan Rice and um, Timber and Havertz. Uh, hopefully they get on the score sheet and get their Arsenal careers off to a, a flyer. 
Um, so it's a quick rundown. So of the uh, uh, friendlies that we have um, over the next what two three weeks. Um, Thursday, uh, be what into tomorrow night into Thursday morning. I suppose you could say uh, the MLS All Stars, <laughs> uh, Messi and Cole probably. Um, Man United then it's the Saturday, so it's a quick turnaround there. Uh, Saturday. Um, then next Thursday is Barcelona. Uh, followed back in London then to the Emirates Cup, which is a Wednesday evening. Yeah, Wednesday or yeah. Thursday, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Wednesday uh, at 6pm. That's an evening game. And then the Community Shade is 4 o'clock then on the Sunday back at Wembley. Uh, we normally win the Community Shade, so um, <laughs> fingers crossed, another piece of silverware. Um, today, also to mention, um, the new away kit was brought out. Uh, for the US tour, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, your thoughts, Matt, on the new jersey? Um, <laughs> will it be rushing yeah. out of the shop? You know what? It could, it could become iconic, like the bruised banana. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. I mean, the bruised banana is my favorite jersey that I that I have. I've got the original bruised banana. So, um, yeah, it's it's not the best. Let's be honest. It's really not the best. It's not Adidas. Adidas's best work. No, but, it's not. Uh, they're going to sell a lot of them anyway, you know. you already seen a lot of people on Twitter wearing them already. They could have been rip-offs. <laughs> I don't know. No, but, so sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, not, not a big fan, but look, yeah. you know yourself, when it goes at the, end of, at the end of the season, when it's in the cheap rack, you might buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tour kit looks top-notch as well, the green one. So th- I think that's the best out of the two of them. Um, mm. Uh, Craig, your thoughts on the new wagers? You know, you're you're sporting the new home one, and it, it looks class with the goals, um, Adidas uh, stripes on it. There, that's to commemorate the 2003-04 season, by the way, lads. <clears throat> is it? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it hopefully it marks as good luck, Matt, and we can win yeah, the league. Uh, yeah, it's got the, uh, uh, draw, win, 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 win on the back, isn't it? It's got the. The letters on the back, I think, doesn't it? You ever see yeah. that, Craig, now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all, I think. Um, yeah, it's all, I'm not doing a model show on there, really. What do you yeah. make the wake, Craig? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's such a growing to me a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, it, it'd be, it's a grand top for maybe, you know, a training top or something like that. I don't know, it's, it's a strange... I, yeah. I think it's the awake kit, isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a strange one. Um <laughs> Uh, maybe it's one of them you need to see in person. You know, I might grow on you. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be buying it, but you know, the one you have on John yourself, the green one. I think I like that one. So I think I think I might, I might buy that one next. So Johnny's going to give you all a model there now. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give you a look at the cannon. <laughs> um, I, I think uh, we signed Jordy and Timber, and now I'm trying to shift it with a timber. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's an omen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to also mention, lads, it's uh, on Saturday, July 22nd, it'll be the 17th anniversary of um, Arsenal playing their first game at the Emirates Stadium. Uh, I think we'll all remember the first game. Uh, Dennis Bergkamp uh, yeah. was testimonial there, wasn't it? Um, one all against Ajax. Uh, the first goal, who scored the first goal of the game there, lads? Test your knowledge. Gilberto? No, on, in the Ajax game. He scored, he scored against Villa in the... Oh, he did. Yeah, in the Irish game. Um, 
Christ. You got me there. <laughs> Classian Huntler. Oh, okay. And then Thierry Henry got the equaliser. But um, yeah, it's mad, isn't it, lad? 17 years already at um, the Emirates. Yeah. And we're still waiting for to get the Premier League. You know, and it's it's coming. It is. We're getting closer. Thing. Even Arsene Wenger said there in the paper the other day, you can see Arsenal actually going to win the league this season. Yeah. So I hope he hasn't put the mockers on it or he's given his... I know on Thursday, actually, after the Emirates Cup, the next day after the Emirates Cup, um, there's talk of uh, Wanger's statue being unveiled. That's right, yeah, I heard that. And I heard that, yeah. Your thoughts on that, Matt? Long overdue, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah, already has a, he already has a bust in the, uh, in the Emirates. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely, totally deserves it. There's other people, there's other... Uh, Players who would love to see outside the Emirates as well, but Wenger, hundred percent, absolutely deserves it, and uh, yeah, it'd be great to see, great to see. Yeah, yeah. long overdue, Craig as well, isn't it? You would have remembered the large part of your Arsenal fan. You, you would have remembered really only Wenger, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was all kind of new up until I was what six <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah, till I was twenty-one. Yeah. Um, so uh, he was a big part of my Arsenal life, I suppose. Um, you know, I just slightly remember the kind of the invincible um, winning the league, but I don't have much recollection. I would have been only, you know, nine, nine, ten years of age. Um, but uh, yeah, look, Banker's a legend. He always will be. Um, I just think it's kind of it's 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 disappointing and kind of sad in the way that uh, he maybe didn't leave on good terms. You know, um, I think if he left after twenty fourteen and they won the FA Cup, I think he would have went out. As a legend, you know, he said for maybe two or three years too long. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, unfortunately, that maybe fans don't appreciate him as much as he should be appreciated because he did uh, amazing stuff for the club. Um, and it's going to take a, you know, it's going to take a big manager um, to maybe surpass him someday. And hopefully that is Arteta. But um, yeah, look, there's only one Arsene Wenger. Yeah. <laughs> there's only one Dublin Arsenal podcast as well. <laughs> only one Danny Giles. <laughs> Two, right? And thank God for that. <laughs> uh, I have to say, he's Craig just said there, Matt, he was eight or nine when we won the Invincible. So he, has, so he, doesn't, he doesn't look a day over to baby oh, face. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Is there anything <laughs> else that's Arsenal related that you'd like to throw out uh, in the podcast? Um, maybe. Well, I, I presume you're looking for more more uh, topics for the next next couple of podcasts. So uh, probably best to leave the most of it, I suppose. I mean, outgoings. Who you who you see outgoing? Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely you, Pepe. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk now about uh, Balogun going. Yeah, I'd like, to, maybe, maybe. I'd like to see him stay. Uh, you know, he had a lot of chances in the Nuremberg game. He missed a few sitters. But he did. He missed a couple of sitters, yeah. yeah. But see but, what Ream has brought to his game. They've added another dimension, haven't they? You know, he's he's electric pace, hasn't he? God, he's yeah. electric. Reminds me of an yeah, old... Yeah. Uh, how, much better, how much better is he than uh, Nketiah, do you think? Or is he better than As an out goal scorer, I think probably Balogun would slightly edge it, but he was scoring against opposition in the French league that wouldn't be on par with the you know with the Premier League. So probably Eddie would probably still you know mm-hmm. edge it. But there wouldn't be much you know to be honest there wouldn't be much there now. But I think that loan spell 
I think personally has done him the world of good. I think he's put oh, himself absolutely. he's put him back in the yeah. frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did his as well for Arsenal, you know. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel if they, you know, I, I think Arsenal are at the stage now where they are gonna buy landmark players. They're gonna go for landmark players. They're not gonna go for they've 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 built the squad there now, and I think they're more likely, to be honest with you, to. And they'll never do it, but they're most likely to go for someone like Mbappe than to try to push yeah. Balogun into the into the first team at this stage, you know. So I think uh, I think it's probably a good move to sell him if they could get fifty million for him. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. player who's barely ever played for you get fifty million for him. Why yeah. not? You know, that's yeah. it. you don't see. I had a quote the other day, lads. I think he just said that we'll see. He's here with us for now. You know, I think the writing's on the wall. I think Balogun's. Stock will never be higher, you know. I think, yeah, Arsenal are going to get the guts of 40 50 million for him. Yeah, between him, you know, and Tierney, you should get the guts of you know 70 80 million, and that would be a good return for Arsenal. Of course, it will. Yeah, two players. I think I still think Tierney will go to Newcastle. That's gone quiet at the moment. I've seen rumors that Arsenal want 35 million, but Newcastle are only willing to pay 30. So yeah. I think that that only happened towards the end of the window. You know, Newcastle have Matt Target and uh, Dan Bourne there still at the moment. so they don't, yeah. they don't originally need a left back, but yeah. I think that move just makes sense because he'd be a lot closer to Glasgow, where his mm. family are. Yeah. And uh, you know, Newcastle are the half bad team. So I think yeah. it, I think it might be a compromise there where Arsenal might sell him for 25 or 30 million and just say, right, good luck, you know. Yeah, all the talk, all the talk anyway is that uh Tierney's leaving, regardless. Um, but I, I, I would say, why don't we, you know, offer him to West Ham for 105 million, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just get, get them back like, you know <laughs> I can see them taking the bait in that one alright <laughs> yeah. yeah. there's one thing for sure I don't think Tierney will be wants to be a bit par player he wants to know his future I think before the season yeah. starts yeah. yeah I can only wish him the best I'd like to see him stay I can't see him he's just too injury prone isn't he and I don't think he's Arteta really sees him in his plans really does he you know no. really no I, was, yeah. I, think, I think the first I've got 100 million back this summer yeah, players, you know, like I think twenty-seven million so far between Jack uh, and exactly, Mary. Yeah. You know, so if they sold the likes of Holden, Tierney, uh, Balogun, maybe even know, Lekonga. Do you think Lekonga could go? Oh, Lekonga will go. I think yeah. Lekonga will go. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot of money to be made there. And it's, like, if Party yeah. goes, that's another 45, 50 million. Yeah. You know, the, only, the only way Party goes here is if we get our money back from what we paid them, which is fifty million. So yeah, you know. Yeah. You have to remember as well, like I've seen a lot of people on, online saying, you know, oh, I hope you sell party and blah blah blah. Like, party on his day is unbelievable, yeah. Yes, you know, yes, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only argument I suppose about selling him now is that if we wait another year, his value maybe isn't as high as it was. So, you know, if they, if they offer 45 50 million, I think you maybe have to accept that and then you know, go and buy another centre mid for with that potential, you know, to be the next party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the first half of the season before the World Cup break, he was brilliant, wasn't he? You, you know, we're seeing the yeah. real party that we signed and then. Yeah. The last two, probably from the Liverpool away game onwards, he didn't really step up to the plate. He was making bad passes that he wasn't yeah. making. Made a couple of big mistakes to cost his goal. Yeah, yeah. cost his goals. Every yeah. player does it. And, yeah. and you, you, can, you can accept that because of the way he's played over the season. He was phenomenal last season. He was really brilliant when he was playing. 
Uh, you're allowed. You're allowed to make a couple of mistakes. Footballers make mistakes. Declan Rice is going to make them. They're all going to make them. Yeah, they're all going to make them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think it'd be a shame to lose him. Uh, again, he's 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 just been brilliant. Uh, but uh, I think there's just I, I think he'll probably go. I think there's been there's been hints of it that there's you know obviously there's stuff going on in his personal life as well and yeah. you know there was a lot of. A lot of stuff's been talked about at the start of last season and everything else, and maybe he just wants to move on. Maybe he just wants a break or somewhere else and somewhere where people don't don't know him too well and are happy to, you know, happy to get the big money for a few years in Saudi Arabia or whatever it is. I don't see. I see. I do see him going to Saudi Arabia. I don't see him going anywhere else. Uh, possibly the MLS, but you know, there wouldn't be. Hmm. <laughs> wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't think they'd be any team would take him on over there but uh, yeah he'll make big money in, so- in Saudi Arabia for a few years and that'll be good enough for him you know yeah the money we're, the money we'll recoup on and probably would go into another midfielder maybe yeah, absolutely yeah. 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 yeah look we're losing one quality player but hopefully replacing him replacing him with similar quality of of, yeah. of his stature yeah well, um, I think this summer like if you make one or two more additions I think uh you know, going forward, we might only need to add maybe one or two every summer. You know, it's not as if yeah, we, you know, wholesale so changes. Yeah, I think another one or two more signings here. You know, the likes of maybe next January or next summer, we might only need one one player. You know, because what mm. is kind of together and good. Yeah. Um, obviously, departures changes things, but you know, I don't see any major surgery needed at the mm. moment. Bar maybe a backup winger and. Uh, Centre mid, there's one or two players that could come in. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's, it's exciting times, lads, isn't it? It's exciting it times. Uh, BT is. Sport changed to TNT Sports as well today. So completely oh. re- rebranded that. Um, and they did the Champions League as well, haven't they? So it's all changed this season, isn't it? In, yeah. in, um, anything else yourselves that you'd like to mention, Ars, related? Um, I know most of the tickets we mentioned, Martin and Carl and myself mentioned, uh, most of it be all about it now, won't it, for t- t- home tickets this season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm lucky I'm lucky enough in the sense that I've got two silvers and I've had yeah. two silvers since the beginning. Lovely. So, you know, the club, the club obviously gets an allocation and everything else, you know, so, you know, the, I suppose the majority of games I, I, I want to go to, I'll probably be able to go to them. But again, that comes down to that comes down to the club as well you know there's demand there for tickets too and uh, it's very very hard my nephews are they're all red members and you know uh, friends who are red members and they just don't have a don't have a look a look in when it comes to tickets unfortunately you know Uh, it's a lot it's a it's a few years since uh, red members have had any chance of getting tickets you know it's been very very you know yeah Yeah. 200,000 red members you know which is crazy for 3,000 tickets yeah, yeah, and this is it. This is it. It is absolutely crazy. Uh, the only thing Arsenal can do is, you know, try to expand the stadium because, you know, if they keep going in the direction they're going, uh, they may not. But they'd certainly, you know, they fill another probably fill another twenty thousand seats a game if they were able to do it. You know? Yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, be well able to do that. Unless they they got special permission, but I, I agree with you, man. They, they could easily fill another. Another 10, 15,000 there. But yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, think, I think the way the stadium was designed as well, I'm not sure it, it's feasible. Mm. See, there's yeah. a running track, Craig, you know that running type track 
that goes around where the dugouts he could move. Yeah. You could even move that out for. I still think you're still a bit away from the pitch. You could even move it further, and you could get at least another whole row going in the bowl shape. You know. Yeah, but you know, was it worth doing that for the next uh, two or three thousand? Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, it beats being watching it on the telly. In the I know, Kings. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Just be careful. Yeah. yeah. Look, isn't it great to say that though? That fans are saying that 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 if we keep doing well to build an extra two or three t- where you know where, where we were dreading seasons you'd be seeing empty seats now we're looking for an expansion you know it's great yeah. isn't it yeah. it shows you in the last few short space of time Arteta's been there how he's propelled the club and l- large credit as well to Edu as well you know yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's great um, it's been a busy show that's um, as it's yeah. that's, that's really all I have to say on it have you used anything uh, anything that you've heard yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like it's about three in the morning now. <laughs> yeah, we're getting closer to that. Uh, we're after missing Arsenal kicking the football through hoops. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a few heads and bodies in the backyard. Rob Holden won the challenge. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Delighted for him. Delighted for him. <laughs> All right. um, no, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, sure uh, is, Matt. Um, Matt and Thanks, Craig lad. join me tonight, lads. Um, as always. Um, you can catch our show on YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Band and Sports Direct, and our newest one for this year, as this season, 30, uh, Luke and Housekeeping Services, uh, Carpet and Upholstery, they specialise in. Shout out to Conan and Lynn there to look after that. Uh, check out our friends at joesarsal.com and the River Bears, where you can catch myself, Craig and Matt, over some parts over the season, I'm sure. Um, but until then, and until next Monday, have a great weekend, lads. Uh, enjoy the two Arsenal games over the weekend and we'll see you again uh, next week. Thanks, lads. Cheers, boys. Thanks a million. All right. Thanks a lot.